Hey guys, how you doing? This is Drew here. I just want to give you a post script once again. MP3 Skype recorder. I don't know who it's made by. Uh, I've been using it for years. It has officially started messing up with me, and I have officially said I'm never going to use it again. Uh, it just it just messed up on this recording of Dragon Age Origin or Dragon Age uh, Two. Uh, really, I'm very very upset right now because we lost over an hour's worth of content because it did the exact same thing it was doing with Jay on the last intermission. And I can't have this. So, unfortunately, we are not recording an hour and a half again uh, talking about the exact same stuff. So, this is what you're going to get. It's the very beginning of Dragon Age 2, and we're not going to go back. So, we're going to continue on. We went all the way to where we're going to the deep roads. I also read an email. I'm sorry. I will read that email again on the next episode, I promise. This will not happen again. I am uninstalling MP3 Skype Recorder right now as we speak because this is this is crap. I rely on this stuff. I try to give you guys quality content and then stuff like this happens and it shouldn't. So this is going to get fixed, I swear to God. Before the next recording, this is going to happen. But unfortunately, it did happen here. So it's, it's going to end abruptly, but I hope you guys enjoy what we got. Alright, thank you, and I do apologize. What's up, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode number 29.0. Uh, we are covering Dragon Age 2. Uh, we already did Dragon Age Origins, and we figured we would go ahead and do the sequel before Dragon Age Inquisition comes out in November. And uh, we got the, the old crew from the, uh, from the last uh, Dragon Age game. I have Matt... Hello, friends. And I have Sophie. Hello. And uh, for those people who are just starting to listen to us, we uh, we here at Phoenix Down like to go back and uh, revitalize games, franchises, stuff like that. Go back and play through them. We may have played through them before. We may not have. Uh, and we uh, see how they hold up to, uh, to modern day Um as Matt has always said, uh, the modern day classics, as he as he said it one time, and I always thought that was a good uh, term. Um, but we also play some older games too. But uh, yeah, so we're gonna play through Dragon Age too. Um, every one of us here has finished Dragon Age Origins. 
I'm glad we got this crew back together for this too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we we made this plan, and at the time it sounded great, but even then I was only giving it probably an eighty percent chance of happening. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm glad it is happening currently. Absolutely. So Dragon Age Origins, we all pretty much liked that game, right? Yeah. Yes. I think it's solid. Yes. I yes. I think it's an absolutely fantastic game. I love the story, and I love the. The characters and and more importantly, I love the world that it that yes. it, it revolves around. If um, nothing else, I that I would agree with that statement. It, it is the world that is amazing in this, yep. yeah. and in the, the history of the world, not just the world as it is in the game. Yeah. So, as we do with every game that we start with, I always like to talk about our history with the game that we're playing. Now, I'm sure you guys are going to say exactly what I think you're going to say. <laughs> But what Matt? What is your history with Dragon Age Two? Now I know you said you played a little bit of Origins before we did it on Phoenix Down. Yep. Have you ever touched Dragon Age Two? No, I mean I, I heard it was coming out, and I remember reading fairly good things about it, but I, you know, I was immediately turned off to anything remotely related to any information regarding Dragon Age Two because I hadn't played the first one. Right. And I'm like, I don't, you know, it's hard enough to avoid spoilers on one game, so I'm just never going to look at a thing on Dragon Age 2 because I don't want to have to worry about spoilers for that game when I haven't even finished the first one yet. Yeah. The um, Now, did, did you purchase this, like, recently? Uh, Yeah, it, I actually picked it up a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, well, Sophie, what about you? Yeah, the same. Never played it, and I'd never played Origins either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the whole kind of thing. I don't know why it just passed me by. But um, I picked it up probably maybe a few weeks after we'd finished Origins. Okay. And it was kind of sitting there on my shelf. And I was like, I can't wait to unbox that in August. So, yeah, it's been good. I kind of had to stop myself playing it early. Yeah. Well, um, as far as my history goes, I have played through Dragon Age 2. But I've only played through it once while in... Uh, comparison to Dragon Age Origins, I have played through that game three times before Phoenix Down. Uh, so this will be the second time I've ever played through uh, Dragon Age 2. In fact, I actually got it for review. I had to review it for the website. Um, I believe I gave it an 8.5. Can't really remember, but um, I enjoyed it. Um, but I did, I did mention, even in the review, that I think it wasn't as... It is good, it is better than Dragon Age Origins in some aspects, but it is also not as good as Dragon Age Origins in some aspects. It's a hard thing to to talk about because it, it, there's so many things that you have to talk about as far as what you liked, what you didn't like, what you thought was better. Um, yeah, it's hard to put one, ex- one specific yeah. number on it. Yeah, and, and we've mentioned it before, but Dragon Age Origins was all about this we know what the bad guy is. Archdemon, the Blight, Darkspawn are coming. We need to stop it. And it's this big epic thing of gathering an army and stopping the Blight. In that sense, it did feel a little bit like Mass Effect. Yeah. Where you know that you've, what you've got to deal with, and there's this epic, you know, universe-ending bad guy, big bad coming after you, and you've got to assemble your team and then take it out. And with Dragon Age 2... It's more of telling a story of a single person. 
which makes it almost feel more like a side game than a, a, a true sequel, or no? Yeah, I, I I would agree with you. Um, the thing is, and the and we haven't we we haven't got into it yet, but there are some things that happen in this game that I don't know if you guys read the Twitter feed that me and Brenna were talking about. Um, she mentions that this game is basically like a a, a powder keg. Um, some shit happens in this game that will spark things that can happen in multiple games from now on. So without, you know, so this game's not terribly related to the first one, as far as much as it could be. Yeah, I mean, the same universe, obviously, you know, and there's a lot of links between the two, but it's not like a direct sequel. Yes. Do you, is you know, without getting into any kind of spoilers, is there any information on? Inquisition and where that like is that close to this game? Does it follow this game closer? Is it more like the first game story wise? You will hear. um, We don't exactly know how everything is linked. I'm sure Stephanie will be listening to this and say, "No, I know exactly how it's linked." (laughs) But um, as far as I go, I don't know exactly how the events of Dragon Age Two are linked to Inquisition, but there is mention of things happening that happen in Inquisition that are mentioned at the very end of Dragon Age 2. Um, you will see that, obviously, later on. Uh, and it's only mentioned probably maybe once or twice. Uh, but they they mention that something bad's going on. And then we see the trailer for Dragon Age Inquisition, and we find out what bad happened. So, um... So yeah, it, they are all linked. Um, I guess we should just jump into the story itself. Um, we it, the game follows the protagonist named Hawk. Uh, you give it, you give the person the first name, um, and it's about their exploits um, living in Kirkwall um, as a Ferelden refugee. So the game starts off uh, during Dragon Age Origins. Right after the Battle of Ostagar, um, when the Blight's kind of pushing forward up to Lothering, that's where Hawk and his or her family live, uh, and they have to flee from the Darkspawn because it's you know the, they're coming. It's like a big tidal wave of death coming toward them, and so they flee across the sea to uh, the land of the Free Marches, uh, and, and a uh, city. It, it's like a city country almost there's multiple cities in the free marches that kind of represent themselves as a country kirkwall is one of those cities there's another one called stark haven which is one of the optional party members is from is from stark haven he's up north in the free marches um <laughs> that is where the starks live <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh the um I'll just let's just go ahead and get into some of the stuff that we did. We all create a character. Um, in this one, we do not create the origin story of that character. They all have the same origin story, but you get to choose between male and female and the class. Uh, you will always play as a human, um, and you will always play as obviously a Ferelden uh, refugee. What did everybody choose to do? Uh, Sophie, what about you? Um, I kind of stuck to the same 
clan I played with in Origins, okay. which is a male warrior. Okay. So my guy is Mojo Hawk. Mojo Hawk. Mojo Hawk. Yeah. Um, I was really disappointed that there was no mohawk <laughs> option for the hairstyle because I always like to rock a red Mohican with mojo okay. in any game. So that was an immediate letdown. So is but, he bald? Did you just give him bald head? No, he's kind of got like a wavy faux hawk type thing going on and like a, a bit of stubble. But yeah, that's what I went with. Okay. Are you going two-handed or, or sword and shield? I'm going sword and shield. Okay. And uh, Matt, what about you? Um, This was something I mentioned in the first game, but I was looking forward to the fact that this was more of a story about a specific character. Uh So I absolutely changed nothing. You changed nothing. (laughs) I want to play the game of Hawk, not my interpretation of Hawk. Okay. So I'm playing the most generic rogue Hawk you can play. Okay. So are you a male or a female? Uh, you're a male um, hawk rogue. Yep. So you're going two-handed, or, or yeah, two-handed dagger so yeah, far. Yeah, dual wield. I mean, yeah. Dual wield, yeah. And um, what is your hawk's name? Whatever. Whatever. Well, I didn't type anything in. So. Oh, Garrett. Then. Garrett Hawk. Yeah. yeah. Garrett is the def- uh, the default name. Well, I did complete opposite of everybody. I went with a female hawk. I went with a mage. Um, and uh, her name is uh, Gwen Hawk. So, and she's... I, I don't... She's not... All right, so, I mean, is everybody... Is, did everybody choose a Caucasian hawk? I did. I did. Yeah, yep. yeah I went with an African-American hawk. Or a darker tone skin hawk. That actually affects a lot of stuff in the game. So your yeah, really? your mother your oh, mother really? looks like you, your brother looks like you, your sister looks like you. So it uh it changes up the way they look and stuff like that. I mean I'm not like as far as story goes and stuff. But um uh, so I went with a mage, female mage. Uh and that's one of the big differences uh between what you choose as far as class goes. Because at the very beginning of the intro, um, which I should mention, the intro, it, it shows how this story is being played out. It's basically being told through one of the party members as he's being interrogated. Yeah, later on, like in the Yeah, future. like uh, I think it's three years after the final events of Dragon Age 2. I really liked that as well, actually. Yeah, with uh, Varric, the uh, the, yeah. the dwarf yeah. rogue, um, and he is he's being interrogated be, uh, because uh, of the events that happened in Dragon Age uh, Two, uh, about three years afterwards, I believe. And you know, I looked this up because I was wondering why they called it Dragon Age. That's the name of the age that they're living in right now. I didn't realize that. So they give each age a yep. name. Um, one was the Storm yeah, Age, Storm Age, that... and then uh, the Dragon Age was originally going to be called the Sun Age, but then they decided to call it the Dragon Age because dragons appeared again. Yeah, like the Archdemon was there, and then other dragons started showing up and stuff like that. And they yep. hadn't seen dragons in years and years. So, um, 
the character we play as, Hawk, which is what we're going to call it from now on because everybody else has a first name. Hawk is the oldest sibling out of the entire family. Um, Hawk has two younger siblings, a brother and a sister, who were twins. Uh, one of them is named Bethany. The other one's name is Carver. Uh, and the the big difference that you get whenever you choose your class is that if you play a warrior or a rogue, Bethany survives. If you play as a mage, Carver survives. So, uh, in the intro, one of the twins dies. Obviously, Bethany died in my game while Bethany is alive in both your games, right? Yep. Correct. Yep. Correct. Okay. Bethany is a mage. She is an apostate. Uh, she has not went to the circle um, and is technically illegal. Not really technically, oh. it's just illegal. About an hour in, I forgot that she was my sister, and I decided she was going to be my romance option. <laughs> what? And then, and then all of a sudden, I remembered. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, never mind. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, the other big difference is, is that Bethany, when she is in your party, or whenever Bethany survives, Bethany automatically starts as an ally, somebody who who is friend to Hawk. While Carver starts as a rival. Um, Carver is one of those guys who he he he's always wanting to become something, uh, make something of himself. You know, he wants to be. You know, he's like, yeah, I want to, I want to choose my own destiny instead of living in the shadow of my older brother or sister. You know. Um, but I've slowly been able to appease him to where he is friendly toward me. It, it depends on how you, how, which character it is. But having them a full rival is not a bad thing. Sometimes, sometimes like they get bonuses in in, in combat and stuff because they, they. Yeah, I read that that's because they want to uh, compete yeah, with you. They basically. want to one up you, and they try yeah, harder. They try harder. Um, so. Carver is a uh, warrior. He is a two-handed warrior. Um, so he uses like uh, really broad swords and axes and stuff like that. Um, Carver is actually an interesting guy because he actually fought in the Battle of Ostagar with King Kalen. And uh, that's how the Hawks knew to get the hell out of Dodge was because Carver escaped the massacre went to Lothering and said, hey, we need to go. <laughs> the Darkspawn are coming. <laughs> and so that's that. That's where the game begins, is them fleeing Lothering, uh, going north. Uh, and they have this bright idea of going to Kirkwall, which is in the Free Marches. Obviously, it's a different country completely, um, because that's where uh, Hawk's mother was originally from. And uh, she has a brother there who... Uh, is supposed to be holding on to an estate for them uh, that their father left them. Or their mother left them. I can't remember. Um, yeah. Father. Well, the father in my game. I don't know if it's yeah, different. I can't remember. It's probably the father. It's got to be the father. Um, so they decide to, to travel to uh, the free marches. But before that, while they're fleeing Lothering, um, they run into uh, two uh, other survivors. Um one of them being Sir Wesley, who is a Templar, and uh, his wife. I'm pretty sure it's his wife. Did they mention it was his wife? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
um, his wife, who is um, uh, Aveline. Uh, both are warriors, um, pretty strong warriors. Uh, Wesley is kind of a devout, I guess, a devout um, Templar, because when he finds out that uh, there's some mages in your party, including myself, yeah. he's like, I don't know if we should even be traveling with these people. And then um, Aveline's like, no, no, we need all the help we can get. Um, and you know, it, 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 it feels a lot different to me because this game is all about people hating mages. And since my character is a mage, I get to try things out a little differently. Um, like the first time I played through this, I was a rogue. And so I, I had a different reason for... Uh, people saying bad things about mages because they're talking bad about my sister. So, but now they're talking bad about me. I still don't know how I want to play this character. So, like, Matt, how how are you handling your character? Are you role playing this? Um, yeah, a bit, but again, when it comes to this type of game, my first playthrough, I kind of have to be the hero. Okay. So. Basically, he's going to do whatever he needs to do, but 99% of the time, he's just going to do whatever is right. And, you know, if he has to get his hands a little dirty to get it done, he will, but, you know, he would prefer right. not to. And, Sophie, are you kind of in the same boat? Yeah, I'm kind of the same. Like, my guy has noble intentions, I think. Um, most of the time, he's, like, a, trying to be a bit diplomatic, trying to negotiate, not not kind of laying down the law, but every now and then when a firm hand's required, he'll be like, no, it's my way or the highway, get yeah. on board. But yeah, most of the time he kind of wants to make, try and make everyone happy, if right. you know what I mean. But. Gwen, for me, is... I've been choosing the sarcastic ones. Like, the you know, the one that's in the middle. I've been choosing yeah. the sarcastic responses for most of them until it comes to making a decision and it, then she's all down to business. So it's like, you know, especially if somebody like starts talking bad about mages. I have this, I, I, it's weird because I don't like blood mages and I don't, I think they should die, but I think mages should still be allowed to do what they want because I am one, <laughs> but just keep the fucking blood mage out of the equation. Carver's the same way. Basically, Carver... Carver is wanting his best to stay away from the Templars as much as possible. Because I'm a mage. He's like, yeah, let's just not go around the Templars. Because I don't want them knowing that you're a mage. And then they'll lock you up. And then we'll be screwed. So, And I'm kind of like that. I don't want to hurt Templars. Um, I think that there has to be some type of restraint with um, with mages. Particularly blood mages. I don't know. It's it's a hard one to 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 go by, especially in this game because there is no there is no middle ground for this game. I'll yeah. Yeah, you, I was gonna say it's like you're gonna have attitude up to a certain point, but you kind of need you want to be taken seriously yeah. as well. So that's that's the biggest that's one of the biggest things problems that I have with this game is that there really is no middle ground, especially when it comes toward the end. You're either with some people 
or you are against those people. And I'm just like, well, who do I, who, who do I like on that side? You know? So it, it, you can't appease everybody. I'll just, I'll just go ahead and mention that right now. It is almost impossible to appease everybody in this game. There, yeah, I'm not trying to. So this is like my first Mass Effect playthrough. Whatever happens, happens. You know, if I lose somebody along the way because they hate me, like Sten, for example. Um, that went way beyond hate. That was awesome. I had to slap him, put him back in you place. Know, if and when that happens, that's just, that's just what happens. If I play through it again and I want like the perfect ending, you know, maybe I'll go for that. But right now, you know, I'm I'm playing my guy, and you know, the chips will, will lay yeah. as they fall. Yeah. So, uh, the other thing I should mention before going to the uh, to Kirkwall, um, Sir Wesley uh, gets attacked. We all get attacked by Darkspawn. Sir Wesley gets poisoned by the Darkspawn taint and uh, is slowly dying. At that moment, a dragon appears and then turns into a woman. Dun, dun, dun. Who's looking she good is. for her age. Yeah. Yeah. She's looking better. Yeah, she looks. She looks a lot better now. This is graphic. Graphic. Flemeth shows up. If anybody remembers my playthrough of Dragon Age Origins, I chopped her fucking head <laughs> off. What the fuck is she doing here? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but th then again, this is right. I don't know how it's gonna fit because. Yeah. Was this right before you chopped? Well, see, this is the, these events are happening. Or this is a. No, no, this is this is happening. This is all right. When we run into Flemeth and Dragon Age Two, this happens almost right after Lothering gets overtaken. Mm -hmm. So I think she's still alive in my game, then. But then a year passes and she shows back up in Kirkwall. What the fuck? Did you report your, yeah. your save? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I. Well, all right, we'll get into Are that. Are you sure? You no, you no, I killed her, her ass. But <laughs> here's here's the thing. Wait, her ass or her head? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so now, <laughs> Uh, so I I think we'll get into that because I think she does explain it uh, in, in a little while. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? I forgot about that. I'm, I'm sure Stephanie's going nuts right now listening to this. Um, so will you be the only one that gets the explanation? I think then? I, no, no. I think I'm under. I, I I think we all get the explanation. I'm just putting two and two together currently. So okay. um, Flemish shows up. We tell her her our plan to go to Kirkwall. She uh, says that she can aid us into going to Kirkwall, basically making it to the boats to get us across the the sea to Kirkwall. Uh, basically, I guess by riding on her back like a dragon. You know, I mean, I guess that's how we're doing it. Uh, but she uh, she says she can help us under one condition, and uh, that condition is uh, she gives us this. Is it an amulet? Um, she gives yeah. us an amulet and says that she wants us to deliver this amulet to a certain person uh, that's right outside of Kirkwall. It's uh, it's one of the Dalish elves that are outside of Kirkwall. Um, and if we do that, then our debt will be paid in full. 
So, um, she takes us, I guess she, it didn't really show it, but she, she takes us to the the boats and then we're more into exposition. We got, we got, um, we got Varric actually talking about it, telling the story and they, uh, they sailed across the sea, made it into Kirkwall. Um, and we get a, we get a little bit of introduction to the city itself. The city itself used to be a pretty big place. It used to be a pretty bad place. Uh, they used to have a lot of slaves there. A lot of slave trading went on there. Um, and uh, eventually they turned uh, the gallows where they kept the slaves. They turned it into uh, the, a part of the Circle of Magi. That's where they put... That's where they train... <laughs> they quote-unquote train the, uh, the mages there that uh, have joined the Circle. And it's also ran uh, by the Templars, obviously. Um, and uh, we, we get a f- little bit more information talking about like uh, who actually rules the, the place. I mean, they have a Viscount. The Viscount's kind of like... Uh, he's kind of like the president, but he's more of like a figurehead. There's, peop- there's other people pulling the strings, really. He's more of a politician, while the person really running the show is, is the Knight Commander, Meredith. Uh, Knight Commander Meredith is part of the Templar Order, I think. I'm sure I'm, I'm probably wrong, and somebody's yelling at me right now. Um, but the Templars, it, it, they 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 went out of their way to to mention that the Templars. Why are the Templars, you know, part of the command? You know, they should be just over the Chantry, part of the you know, helping out with the Chantry and then helping out with the Circle of Magi. Uh, they shouldn't be part of the actual local government. But that's how it is in Kirkwall at the current moment. Uh, and uh, there's so many refugees coming from Ferelden to Kirkwall uh, that uh, Kirkwall's pretty much just shut the gates. They won't let anybody in. In fact, they're they're turning people away, making them get back on the boats and go back to Ferelden. Uh, this is all during the Blight, and everybody's kind of trying to run away from it. So, um, we find a way to get inside. We finally run into, we, we finally get a hold of our uncle, Gamlin, which is, um, uh, well, anybody remember the mother's name? Mm. I don't either. No. The mother of yeah. Hawk and, um, and the other uh, Carver or Bethany, um, we find, run into her her brother. Eventually, he comes, and he informs us that uh, there really is no more estate. Uh, the 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 family used to be pretty wealthy, uh, had an estate in what they call High Town, uh, which is you know the the upper class part of uh, Kirkwall. And unfortunately, he lost it to a bunch of debts and stuff like that. You can tell that Gamlin is not really a great person. Uh, but he does have a couple of contacts um, that can possibly get us into Kirkwall, but they require one year of service from them, which means Hawk and their brother and sister or sister would have to serve uh, with that company for a year. And we have two options. One option is to go with uh, a mercenary group, 
and the other one is to go with a, a group of smugglers. Uh, this is kind of like our big, our first big choice, somewhat big choice. Um, I went with the mercenary group. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Everybody went mercenary. Yeah, Because um, originally I was going to be like a ruthless bitch, but then I changed my mind. Because the, the, you, you, start, you start talking to people and you're like, eh, he didn't know any better. Let him go. You know? Yeah, that's happened to me multiple yeah. times in this game. I'm like, fine, you want that, I'll kill him. And then, you know, they they give you their sob story and you're like, oh, you don't deserve to die. <laughs> I've done that so many times so far. I, I, I just, ugh. Maybe I am playing this like me instead of play instead of role-playing. <laughs> Despite yeah, the, your best intentions. Yeah, yeah, gold. I'm, just, I'm just a big softy. So we all went with a mercenary group. Um, and then it cuts to a year later after they get done with their, their serving their time there. Uh, they move into Gamlin's house uh, in a low town. <laughs> yeah, he, he he he's not very happy about it. He's, a, he's an asshole. He yeah, really he, he's not just a, a nice dick because he's like, you guys ran away, and everybody's like, what the fuck? You sold off our estate and everything? That was our fucking birthright, man. And then he tries to charge rent yeah. as well. It's like I have to start charging you guys rent. <laughs> oh fuck you. <laughs> so um, so we start off small time, um, and for the most part, after that year of service. While they're living in Kirkwall, for me, it is Hawk and her brother running around trying their best to avoid any attention with the Templars. That's the thing that I, I should mention, because I mentioned it on Twitter today, but I'll mention it here too. It is so jarring to see my character obviously use magic in front of people, have a fucking magic staff strapped to her back, Yet people don't know she's a mage. <laughs> exactly. Batting an island. And I'm just like, I just killed a bunch of people with fireballs in front of Templars. Why are they not coming after me? Yeah, along those lines, there are multiple times where I have blood massacred of smugglers or whatever in the middle of the <laughs> And there are calm, like regular people walking in, in between the... In yeah. between and stuff like <laughs> me coming through like <laughs> bloody severed yeah. heads like not even react to the fact that people are getting murdered like yeah, inches Kirkwall's a fucking face. rough place man <laughs> everyday occurrence <laughs> but yeah it's I mean it's a game I mean you, you know you're just gonna get that but I mean, to me I mean to me it seems like because I've had to show how I am a mage multiple times like uh there's been dialogue options where you know, I'd be talking to a maid, and like, you don't know what it's like, and then I choose a dialogue option where she holds out her hand and lights it on fire, and it's like, yes, I am a mage. I'm like, well, no shit, you're a mage. I'm just like, everybody's seen what you just did. You know, I'm just like, it, it, it feels out of place. I understand it's a video game. You can't help that, you know. But it's it just it does feel a little jarring to me sometimes. I just got to keep in my mind, oh, yeah, nobody knows she's a mage, except for some people. It reminds me of before, like the when I was first playing Assassin's yeah. Creed, and the fact that when you get into people, he'll like put his hand up. <laughs> I was like, oh, like I don't, 
like such a minor thing, but I interacting with this world, and it's like they're actually there, and not just not just going around bumping people like instantly and like regardless of what's going on around. It. I kind of wish that there was some more, you know, awareness in this game. But you're right, it is a game. So maybe yeah. an yeah, you never know. This will be. I think in Inquisition, there's so much shit going down, people just aren't afraid anymore. <laughs> they just... But I mean, it's one thing. If this is an thing, you you at least take three or four steps yeah. with the way of the swords. And Everybody kind of like just walks back walk. shit, man. <laughs> you know, I'm not willing to run into their house and batten the hatches, but, you know, don't walk two people having yeah. a sword fight. Nah, I know what you're talking about. I mean, I threw fireballs what looked like going through their heads while they were just walking by looking at you. I'm just like, well... I guess they don't care. So yeah, it's um, it's interesting how they do that. So while we're running around trying to stay away from the Templars, which I guess in y'all in, in you guys' games, it's basically you're trying to protect Bethany from the Templars. Yeah. 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 Trying to yeah. keep it on the down. But you know, sometimes you kind of have. You, there's an option you need to kind of flash ball in her hand, you know, as a yeah. thing sometimes. Yeah, and I want to gain an ally. So, so it's basically what I do, just... Yeah. yeah. But you can't... You can't he, he turns around, he's like, Beth and... And she just... Flash. Which I, I wonder how different it is out if you don't... With you. I mean, you just don't get that dialogue option. Yeah, but then do they not believe you? Yeah, you probably have to... You probably have to sway them a different yeah. way. I'm yeah. trying not to use it very much. Like, I'm trying to keep it on the dark. I'm, I'm kind of not. I'm just, yeah. I mean, when it comes to combat, I'm fucking reckless. But it's, you know, it. I don't care if anybody knows that I'm a mage and if they want to test test me. Yeah, I will, I will show you just how, how badass I am. But I'm a peaceful person, you know. I, you know, I tread softly, but I carry a big stick. <laughs> it just has that big stick fires fireballs. And that's all I can get you. I do apologize. It's it's bad that I had to stop it right there, but it was getting to the point where you couldn't hear anything anymore, and it was just it was awful. So, uh, like I said, I do apologize for that. We will be back next week. I am fixing this issue. It is not going to happen again, even if I had to go out and buy some type of recorder. I don't care. This is stupid, and it's very frustrating, as you can probably tell. But anyway, I hope you guys did enjoy what you did hear of it, and um, we will be back next week. Um, but yeah, until then, you can send me an email, drew at ZTGD.com. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter uh, at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS, and Sophie is at SM Holiday. All right, you guys have a great one, and uh, enjoy some Dragon Age 2 music.